Today's football news is with thanks to Fuji Clean, manufacturing sewer treatment plants since the 60s with over 3 million systems installed around the globe. Call 1300 733 619 or visit fujiclean.com.au. Well, the English Premier League gets underway uh, Friday night English time, so uh, it's a great time to be talking uh, football. And we welcome, as always, producer James Clark. Morning, Clarkie. Hey, boys. And, of course, our uh, soccer correspondent and uh, former Socceroo, currently coaching down on the Gold Coast, Scott McDonald. Morning, Scott. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Lots to talk about. Lots of football happening again. Yeah, and Scott, I guess we'll kick off with um, the England's win in the, the Women's Euro. What a, what a fantastic effort by them to, to go through the tournament. And, uh, and what an effort from uh, Serena Weigman, the England manager. Like she's, she's only been in charge for a little while since uh, 2021, but she's had 20 games, 18 wins, no losses, 100 and goal, 106 goals scored and only five conceded. So um, what a remarkable record for, for her and her side that went through and, and won against Germany in the final. And, and amazing scenes in, in England, um, not only after the game, but uh, in Trafalgar Square. Yeah, absolutely. Against the old enemy, hey? Yeah. Um, for, for England, uh, so even sweeter for them. And I have to say, what an atmosphere mm. uh, on the day as well. Um, it was wonderful to see so many people supporting the women's game. And um, yeah, I was almost right, Clarkie. Uh, I did say England. Um, I never got Germany. I thought France would make that final. Um, but, but they didn't in the end. And uh, England worthy winners. Um, they were wonderful all tournament. And, um, you know, it was almost theirs to lose. And uh, But it was a great final. And um, it, it's great for the women's game and exciting for, for what's coming ahead you know, in Australia and, and next year in the Women's World Cup and hopefully the Matildas can do something similar. That would be uh, something special. Well, we've been talking um, this morning and during the course of uh, the Euros, such a wonderful standard uh, being played. I mean, have we got a bit of work to do, uh, the Matildas, you think, to get up to this standard, Scott, or are you comfortable we'll get there? Well, you know what? Yeah, I think you're right. I think there is a lot of work to do. It's not been very, you know, all positive uh, since... The new head coach has come in. Um, but, look, there's a lot of football to be played between now and then as well. Um, we need to get the full squad together, which didn't happen uh, in the last couple of camps. And, and hopefully it can just build um, mm. some momentum coming into the tournament. But I think being on home soil will help. We've seen that with England as well. And I think we give all the, the, the girls a lift um, when that tournament comes around also. What's the area you, you would be looking at? Is it is it defence? Because I know it's been shaky at times um, with the Matildas, is, is their defensive structure. Uh, is that the area that uh, Gustafsson really needs to address? Of course. Of course it is. You know, you see the goals we've conceded. I think um, we, we all know what we've got up top. It's, it's very strong in terms of an attacking sense. You know, the likes of Kerr, you know, Rasso, Gilnick. There's plenty up there. You know, even in the midfield, there's a lot of quality. So uh, not to say there isn't quality at the back, but it just needs to be, you know, brought together as a unit. You know, you don't just defend with three people, do you? Or four people, you know, it's the whole team. So I think it's just the whole structure has to be a lot better, um, you know, when, when the Matildas lose it for sure. And look, like I said, there's plenty of time to hopefully get that right. Uh, albeit, you know, I think the manager will be under pressure from now till then. And, um, if it's not right, then we might see a change just before the, the World Cup, guys. I, I really do think that. 
and we saw some uh, great football uh, in the round of 32 in the Australia Cup. Raw with an impressive 3-1 win over Heidelberg. Uh, Charlie Austin started, uh, lovely assist to uh, Akbari, and then Henry Hall got on the uh, score sheet, and Nikola, Nikola Milayuznic with an absolute laser. He just uh, creamed that one in, into the back of the net uh, from the set piece. And But also Brisbane City with a, a great win over Coburn City from WA. Yes, yes, it was great to see Brisbane City, uh, another club, obviously uh, from from Queensland, getting into the you know the round of uh, sixteen, which is you know making history for their club, and yeah, obviously a great win for for Brisbane Raw, not an easy place to go to, you know, in my old local neck of the woods uh, in, in Melbourne, Heidelberg. They're, they've been a strong team in, in the NPL for you know quite a few years, um, create a good atmosphere. So those games are never easy uh, going down to the likes of Melbourne for for the A-League clubs and we've seen another couple of big games w- within it I think obviously pick of the the round so far was, was Sydney versus Central Coast you know 3-3 three, three going to penalties and Redmayne doing his usual hero <laughs> he did yes at, at, at the end wasn't he you know a little bit of mind games w- w- with Cummings um, but probably goal of the round has to go to Ibisaki from uh, Adelaide with uh, if you haven't seen that one against oh, Newcastle Jets yeah get on YouTube and, and, and go and see that overhead kick it was, it was a wonderful finish now, well, and obviously, sorry, we've got lots to look forward to, don't we, uh, in terms of this week as well. Peninsula Power of Queensland as well in the uh, the round of 32. So looking forward to going to see that also. Yeah, and your old club, Western United, take on Melbourne Victory tomorrow night too. The Western United outsiders, $3, Melbourne Victory, two twenty. Tony Bof- Tony Popovich side looking to go deep in that tournament. But, uh, yeah, Sydney United also taking on Monaro Panthers. Sydney United uh, club with so much history, isn't it, Scott? Um, you know, Timmy Cahill, Bozza, Graham Arnold, Kalich, Kalina, like Slater. There's just, uh, you know, you talk about that golden generation and even beyond that uh, golden generation, there's some unbelievable names com- coming out of that uh, that club. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's got a wonderful history and... Um it would look. Uh, it would be great to see them, you know, go deep into the tournament and, you know, draw an A League team because I know it would it would draw a massive, massive crowd when when you see these old NSL clubs, you know, with their history, you know, play against an A League club. There's a huge rivalry there with some of the NSL fans still uh, to the A League, so it would uh, be an interesting one. Um, but yeah, lots of football to be played before that that could happen. And you touched on it there, Melbourne victory, the the reigning champions are. The now Australia Cup uh, will be looking to, you know, uh, defend that title as well, I suppose, and a tough game against, obviously, the, the champions of the A-League, Western United. Um, but you have to say at the moment, in terms of recruitment, you know, Melbourne Victory and Tony Popovich have done extremely well and, and, and they'll be a force to reckon again this season. And before we uh, move on to the Premier League and have a look at uh, it's kicking off this weekend, uh, Celtic, your your boys uh, had a win against Aberdeen two nil, and they had their raising the flag, which was incredible scenes at uh, at the ground, uh, just you know the full crowd, um, but yeah, pretty special scenes and quite moving. Yeah, it was a wonderful atmosphere on the day. That is, it's it's almost a carnival party atmosphere that first game of the season, particularly when the weather's that good. In Glasgow as well, the sun was splitting the pavement, as they would say uh, back there. Um, but it was a good day all round, albeit you know Ange wasn't particularly happy after the game, um, and I can see why he wanted more goals. He wasn't happy with the the, the finishing; it wasn't clinical enough for him. And he, he, he I think he, he mentioned in his after match that they have to be more ruthless in front of goal, particularly you know as the season goes by and and, and when they get into Europe. So. Um, 
Lots to still work on, but uh, again, a wonderful goal from from Jota for the second one. If you haven't seen that one, you know, get on YouTube and watch that one also because um, it was a wonderful goal. There's been some wonderful goals all weekend actually, so it's um, I'm still trying to catch up, Clarky. There was that much football on. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's going to continue this weekend with the Premier League returning now on Thursday. We'll probably preview a lot of the games in a bit more detail. But um, who do you like in your top four? We, we're going to go through some of these markets. Um, we'll look at oh. top four, relegation, some players to watch this season, um, some managers under a lot of pressure. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's plenty of markets to look at. Oh, there is. And I was thinking about this yesterday, and it's just so, so difficult. With the amount of teams up there now, look, I, I can't see past Conte's Tottenham as well, not reaching the top four. You know, just being the uh, recruitment and... And what he, what we've seen of his team at the end of last season, Arsenal have, have been amazing in pre-season. Gabriel Jesus has really lit it up. So you're thinking that they're going to start really well. Um, Man United are very slow, but again, with Ten Hag effect, do they do they actually become better? I think they do. I think they'll be a little bit more consistent. Um, but look, guys, there's no question it's going to be Man City and, and Liverpool again chasing that title. That game on the weekend, we've just we've just been you know, so lucky in, in, in recent months to, to watch these two go head-to-head so much. And it was great to see again over the weekend. Liverpool obviously coming out on top of that one. Um, but, I, look, I'd have to say, I think Liverpool are going to win it this year. I you actually do. do. I'm going to stick my neck out. Being a Man United fan, that hurts. Um, you know, Man City and I think Tottenham will, will, will finish third. Uh, look, I think Chelsea just don't seem to be all there at the moment. I I think that all's not too happy, you know, in in the camp over there, and I, I don't see them getting off to a really good start. I think Arsenal will nick that fourth spot, Clarky, just to keep you happy. Yeah, oh, that's there good. you go. Now, um, <laughs> what about the the teams that have come up? Uh, Fulham, Nottingham Forest, and Bournemouth. Can you see them staying up, or are you, you going to see them slide down out uh, at the end of this Look, season? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be extremely difficult. I think maybe Forest might have the surprise effect, like we always see in terms of some of the teams, but I think Fulham are that yo-yo club and they haven't really recruited uh, very well, whereas, whereas Nottingham Forest have, have spent you know almost 80 million, which is a lot of money for you know, a club just coming up. Uh, I look, I think Bournemouth are the ones for me in terms of the ones who have got the best chance. I, I just think it's a difficult place to go for teams that that, that smaller stadium, the atmosphere down there. Um, they've done well in the Premier League before. Scott Parker, though, hasn't stayed up in the Premier League. This will be his first opportunity again after being at Fulham to, to play in the Premier League. So, interested to see how that goes. If anyone's going to do it, I think it will be probably Bournemouth out, out of the three. Bournemouth out of the three. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll have a chat uh, on Thursday with you, Scott, and we'll go through all the games. I noticed there's uh, Crystal Palace Arsenal Saturday morning, a 5 a.m. game. So, a nice breakfast game to get uh, things underway. So, uh, we'll chat again on Thursday. Look forward to it, guys. Thanks.